Okay, that works. Does it? Was yeah. it wrong? No, that's good. I know Why exactly. I know. I know what we're doing. We'll be fine. Why are you annoyed? I'm not annoyed. It's fine. Why are you hey. mad at me? Welcome to Great Hang, a show with Micah and Tim. I'm your host, Tim McLaughlin, and this is the show where the two coolest people you've ever hung out with t- chat with each other. <laughs> yeah, it's a great hang to be with you, Tim. Yeah, it's a great hang to be with you, Micah. We have not hung out in a long time, but also, did you hear the news? Big news before we even start to talk about our own personal lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's something bigger than our personal lives? Kristen Weston Chandler, Christi- a.k.a. Christine Weston Chandler. A.k.a. I've never heard of. No, you've heard of them. A.k.a. the creator of Sonichu, Rose Chu, and Magichan. <laughs> this to micah do you know this guy you remember the autistic guy that i've been watching that documentary series about yeah the one i said never talk to me about them again it bums me out well yeah prepare to be even more bummed out because starting to go with this i don't care about it and he was just arrested yesterday for having sex with his own mom i don't know what to say tim can you believe it why who gets arrested for that well his mom his mom may or may not have dementia oh my god (laughs) timothy you have to stop watching this stuff it's gonna make you too horny (laughs) no that's not why i watch it is that why you've been, are you, is that why you, you're like, you're like in the bathroom. I'm like, what are you doing in there? And you're like, I'm watching my autistic guy. Ooh. No, that's not why I watch it in the bathroom. I'm taking a shit like a normal guy. To, how long has he been trying to bang his mom? And you're like rooting him along. Well, <laughs> I'm not rooting him this, along. You say this from your own mother's house with her precious cock dishes behind you. Oh yeah. Like looking at her cock china. You could, should pull the microphone up a little closer to your face. You can pull the ugly a little farther from your face. Oh my God, Michael, what the fuck? I'm upset by how you started this show. I thought everyone would want to know about the quickie forums and the quickville and everything that has to do with Magic Chan and Sonichu and Rose Chu. Tim, I haven't seen you in uh, since Thursday. No, really, yeah. since, since Wednesday. Because the first of- re- the first road record. You're on the road. You're the real oh, news yeah. is that Micah is in is now in Austin and she started her new job. Yeah, we're recording from different states. We're doing all this. And you open the show with a story about a person that I truly loathe, right? <laughs> and I don't even understand. The audience has no clue what you're fucking talking. Some about. of them will know. Some They're of them like, will know, especially if you get like new- breaking news. Breaking news to our fans uh, about someone else's entirely different life. Micah, if you if you have any like pullover fans from Frank Conniff's show, I'm sure they will know what's going on with Kristen Weston Chandler. Why? Because all autistic people know about every other autistic person. That's right. They're all basically kind of the show Frank Conniff. Yeah, they're all basically uh, they're all basically cousins. Timmy, Timmy, I was gonna say I miss you, and now I don't. (laughs) well it makes me me glad to be in texas which honestly i was kind of bummed out i went i went to a bar alone tonight which you know i love yes you do love going to a bar alone there was it seemed like there was music going on yeah there was live music it pulled me in just the siren song of a white man playing blues is just 
too much for me to say no to. Nice. And it was good. Was it good or? Yeah, it was. They were great, you know, but it was like, oh, it's just so fucking depressing. Everyone looks like they wish they could afford heroin, you know, (laughs) we're on the Delta eight version of heroin. Everything's like a fucking fake version of the good drug here. Austin seems how are how are the drink prices in Austin since it's become such a booming metropolis? You want to know? I mean, like as I walk down Sixth Street, you know they're like two dollar shots, three dollar wells. I'm like, what? That's fucking disgusting. Those shots are just an alcoholic's piss, probably. I mean, if you're lucky. (laughs) If you're lucky, Tim. Well, I mean, that's well. So you didn't answer the question. So they they say it's that, but is but what 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 have you noticed drink wise, like price wise? Well, I mean, to be honest, tonight was the first time I, well, I paid for drinks at the hotel, and those are like those are two. You don't judge off hotel drink prices. Well, I mean, so like you know, those are like ten and eleven dollars for cocktails, which is like you know, it's kind of up there, but it's not as bad as New York. And then um, tonight, like at that blues bar. I got yeah. a Jameson soda. It was eight fifty. They do like the and fifty cent shit. I'm like, mm. what, are, what are we doing? You guys still use coins? It's cowboy culture over there. They they still have coins. Coins? Why to fill their the holes in their teeth? Like what is it for? <laughs> yeah, they okay. have the coins in their. They have to put them in their cowboy boots so they shake around when they walk. I was at the Creek comedy show. That's uh, friends of the show. Comedy club yeah. friends. Of the show. Friend of the show. The Creek in the cave. Okay, shout out to Rebecca Trent. She was hooking me up with some drugs. No, no shame, no tea. But I go and I'm, you know, I'm waiting for, I, by the way, I'm meeting multiple drug dealers there. Multiple. They arrive at the same time. Awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sample their word. Well, now you got to pit them against each other. See, no, actually, this is good. You get multiple drug dealers in one place. Now you pit them against each other and those prices just start dropping, baby. Well, I would if I wasn't getting different different wares you know they didn't peddle the same wares otherwise i would have you know probably just used one dealer yeah right? probably do like a, a a bundle you know i'd get a you gotta get the bundle i'd flow the insurance agent would be like um are you sure you don't want the coke with your weed and the <laughs> we need to do the bundle right but I today mean- was your first day of work <laughs> Yeah, now you make me sound like a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Today was my first day of work in a while. Oh yeah. What what were you doing? Um go on, figure it out. Come on, <laughs> you have something mean you you want to say. Say something. Here's what right? happened. Here's what happened. I was gonna make fun of you, and then I realized the thing I was gonna make fun of you for was not as depressing as what you were actually doing. Yeah, I opened boxes all day. <laughs> You want to know that's what you do for your YouTube channel, too. I know. I do it for my YouTube channel. I do it for this. But unlike the YouTube channel, in these, I open boxes. I take out the little boxes. Then I take the contents out of the littler boxes, and I put them back in the big box. Oh, Timmy. What do you want, a job interview? That's right. And where do you see yourself in five years? Inside a box. Yeah. (laughs) And six feet under. Yeah. What? uh, So... uh, so how is the creek in the cave over there? Does it still smell like piss and shit like it did here? No, it smells nice. Is it nice? Is it nice it over there? Just like piss. Oh, nice. No shit at all. No just shit piss. At all. No, it's great. I love it. They have a giant stuffed bear on the stage. They have a huge outdoor area. You know, they've got a giant connect four, you know, and it's not Texas unless you're playing giant connect four. Wow. 
it's fun. I like well, that's it. That's cool. How's Rebecca? How's your friend Rebecca doing? She's doing great. You know, she loves that's... she loves to throw a party and she nails it every time. Is she is she thriving here in Texas? Uh, I mean, that's how it would seem. You know, they're gonna have Joe Rogan on this weekend. I'll be very. Whoa! Are you gonna go hang out? Well, I mean, he asked me to swing by, but we'll see. Okay. Well, I mean, do what you can. I mean, for the podcast, I would hope that you would go. But today was my first day of work, and I actually so that I actually have something planned for our podcast. If you want, if you want to participate. Whoa! What do you have timed up? So okay, timed up. No, I was fucking with the time on my thing, and I meant to say planned out. Oh, okay. Because oh, you read. Is that what happened? So today, Timmy. Uh huh. Um, I had to take a standards of respectful behavior lesson. Oh no! And I want to test you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want no. to see if you pass my standards of respectful behavior class, as positioned by the Netflix Corporation. Did you pass? I. I will save that answer for the end. Okay. Do you want me to answer how I think the answer should, like, do you want me to actually pass it or do you want me to answer it as if I had no idea what the, or if I, do you want me to answer it as if something I would actually do and not what I think that the corporate shills want you to answer? Well, you can say, you can say both if you think those, if you think they're different. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Then let, all right, let's do it. All right, here's question number one. Okay. Is the set of a Netflix production similar to that of a Netflix work- workplace with respect to standards of respectful behavior? Now, this is a multiple choice answer, okay? Did you need, do you need to <laughs> this, Are the two multiple choice yes or no? That actually, the multiple choice has only one choice. Okay. <laughs> box, and it's yes. So <laughs> would you click yes or would you not answer the question? Well, I'd have to assume since that you're working on a production uh, for Netflix, it is technically a Netflix workplace. So I would click yes. So did I, and I got that correct. Nice. All right. Okay. Now here is this is- like a driving test? If you fail, you get to take it until you pass. I think so because I didn't. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't get them all correct because, <laughs> and if they are listening to this, I. I hope I don't get fired but it was a video that you watch and then you answer questions. You can't skip through the video. So I would just play the video on mute and wait for the questions because they're all pretty fucking obvious. And I've worked at a corporation before and I know what they're looking for. Right. So I'm like, I get it. And I was like, if I get these questions wrong, then maybe, you know, I need to watch the video, but I didn't. Okay. But every now and then I think they had trick questions, but the point is it was pretty hard to fail it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Then go on. Is the training des- is this training designed to enhance your awareness of what is considered appropriate or inappropriate behavior while working on production? Yes or next? <laughs> I'm gonna go with yes. Okay, and then you click next, and you are correct. Good job, you're two for two, Timmy. Nice, I'm I'm killing it. Okay, now it's gonna get harder. All right. All right. Oh Jesus, it's gonna oh, get harder than yes or next. Shit. Oh, I can't say it's going to get harder. That's a violation of their respectful workplace environment. Oh, no. It is. Okay. It may It may or may not become more difficult in the eyes of some and not in the eyes of others. Go on. Okay. Which of the following topics will 
this training cover. This is pretty boring. I'm going to okay. skip it. Okay. okay. I just, it just, I like want to get to the juicier stuff. All right. Well then I'm going to click next. Okay. Um, expectations for respectful beha behavior. Okay. This is a good question. This is okay. what NPR does. Okay. True or false. So now we got two options. All right. Wow. Buckle up. The expectations of behavior discussed in this training apply equally to everyone. <laughs> so, okay. So the expectations for this apply equally to me, a cisgendered white male, <laughs> as they do to any type of transgendered person? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you count them as anyone, yeah. All right. And I do because we're all one race, the human race. So oh. I would say yes, true. And that is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Tell him what he won. I won the love and respect of all. Okay. Now this is, your, okay, here's one. Political discussions at work. Oh, okay. Go on. Now there are three options. All right. So it's, you know, we're leveling up. This is, this is now level five on Tetris. Okay. All right. It's not just bars and cubes when discussing politics <laughs> we've got work, l shapes now i mean all over the place when discussing politics at work the best approach is to a avoid all political conversations b encourage open political discussions or c be respectful <laughs> and now this is the and now this is the respect there is the test for respect <laughs> and be respectful is one of the answers and before you answer i want you to know that i had to watch a three minute video before i answered that okay okay <laughs> well i mean i feel like the respectful thing to do would be to open a dialogue uh in an open-minded way uh -huh. but i don't think anyone can really do that so i'd have to just be respectful i guess tim you are fucking uh, running it out of the park oh my god i killed it my great aunt so we were at my so my brother got married this weekend we'll talk about it later but my great aunt i have to bring this up now my great aunt was at my um brother's uh rehearsal dinner and she goes so you live in new york huh just surrounded by all those liberals what do oh, you do no. with all those liberals around and i was like aunt patty don't even get me started I was like, I am wading through a bunch of shit out there. These liberals are driving me crazy. <laughs> and I think that's the appropriate way to talk politics. Yeah, <laughs> Just agree different. with whatever the person who has a harder stance than you agrees with. Oh, for sure. You don't want to argue with them. No, I, was, I wasn't going to even get started. I was like, I got to go eat dessert. That's right. You had your brother's wedding this weekend that I unfortunately did not get to go to you were very missed everybody asked about you i had to brag on you a lot say that you were working a new job but everybody everybody really wanted to see you they like you everybody in the family likes you oh that's really sweet yep okay more questions we'll talk well, wedding well, after the questions you, you want to do it after okay because i was yeah. like we can intersperse you know break it up but all right um okay Ooh. here we go question number seven Quid pro quo. Mm, Hannibal Lecter. Do you know what quid pro quo is, Tim? I know that Hannibal Lecter says it, so it's probably something very respectful. Wait, you know that Hannibal Lecter says it. Do you know what it means? 
I'm going to ask, ask the question. Okay, I'm just going to ask the question without telling you what it means. <laughs> which, which is also like, this is insane, Tim. And I think it means penny for your thoughts. No, next. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> which of the below scenarios would be considered quid pro quo harassment? Okay. Um, so option A, one coworker asks a coworker who does not report to them on a date. Or okay. a supervisor or someone in a position of power asks someone who reports to them on a date. Wow. Quid pro quo, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to have to go with option B. A supervisor asks a person who reports to them on a date. Because that seemed like kind of what Hannibal Lecter was doing to Clarice Starling. <laughs> No, he wasn't. But also, okay, quid pro quo, Tim, for, and for all the listeners who already know and are screaming it into the into their microphones. That they Was know. I right? You are right. Your answer is correct because it's incredibly obvious. But <laughs> even though you don't even know what they're asking you, it's very. I know obvious. what they're asking me. Quid pro. I know what quid pro quo means. Oh, you do go. Okay, well, you had a chance to answer that and you didn't. But mm-hmm. go ahead and try now. It means. Hmm. Interesting. No. <laughs> Interesting that you tried. Yes, again. Do you want to know what it means to me? Sure. Tell me what it means. Quid pro quo is Latin for this for that. Right. Means I'll give you this if you give me that. And the this is a raise and the that is your pussy. Yes, and and just like that, uh, Hannibal Lecter got information from Clarice Starling for killing Migs because he threw his cum at her. What? That is not even a correct understanding of the movie. He gives her... No, I know, but he gives her information and she gives <laughs> him information. I under, I knew what it meant the entire time. Okay. you di- Oh, you did? Yes. Really, Tim? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I not a genius? You're not. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just a bloated man in a green hat. No, okay. I am um, something other than that. Okay. Now, this one is called quit. The question is called quid pro quo explicit. Whoa. A record store without parental consent. Jesus Christ. Put the kids to bed before listening to, before answering this question. That's right. Okay. Does the threat of punishment or offer of reward in exchange for a sexual request need to be explicit in order for the behavior to be considered quid pro quo harassment? Now we've been watching, we watched a lot of mad men. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like they would have never brought this up back then. No, this kind of dial, this conversation doesn't even exist. But I feel like in today's era that it does not need to be explicit. Congratulations, Tim. A man who has never worked a corporate job is acing. (laughs) And I want to say that at this point in the test, you have probably watched a half an hour of videos. Wow. And here's okay. the other thing. But people do know this about me. I hang out with a lot of corporate types, you know? 
And all you talk about is their sexual harassment policies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They get all pissed. I mean, I hang out with them at the bar and they go, can you believe this fat titted bitch is going to get mad at me for smacking her ass around? What? Who's That's the what I, these are the corporate guys I hang out with. Oh, I thought they were talking about you. No, they're not talking about me. I'd never get mad at them for smacking my ass around. Oh, all right. <laughs> I know you're. you're I'm a good hang. I'm a great hang. You think I'd yeah, get mad girl. about that? What? Yeah, you're not like the other girls. That's right. I'm a fun time girl. You're a guy's girl. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, let's get to the next. I know question. how to chop it up with the boys. Oh, here we go. Types of inappropriate behavior. Now we're getting into it. Uh oh. Oh, this is a boring question, though. Oh. All right, but yeah, it's all right. Inappropriate behavior can be which of the following categories? Select all that apply. I bet it's all of them. I'm going to guess ahead of time that I bet it's all of them, but go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. You want to know what they are? Yes. Verbal or written, visual or nonverbal, physical. Those were three different categories, and you got them correct. So Next. it is all of them. You mean oh. I can't? You mean I can't get drunk and just stare at somebody? Um. Yeah, I oh. guess not. Damn. Okay. Well, looks like I'm not getting drunk at work anymore. All right, here we go. Um, work-related content. Mm. Viewing certain con if viewing certain content is part of your job. For example, nudity, offensive language, etc. Is it still considered inappropriate? If it's and part of your the answers are yes, no, or it depends. I mean, if it's part of your job, no. Right, that's what I said, but apparently it's it depends. Oh. <laughs> what? What do you mean? I Oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, I'm in trouble because I'm on Pornhub. This is part of my job. Oh, because I had to like double check that it that no was wrong. I lost my thread, and I have to like, figure out how to go back. Oh no! Oh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Well, oh, damn, I can't believe that. Wait, if it's part of your job, it's still not respectful. To well, it depends. I guess it's like I don't. I didn't watch the video, Tim, but I imagine it's like you still. Maybe can't do it. I don't know. I should maybe I should watch that part. Should we watch it? I don't know. I don't want to watch that video in any way, shape, or form. That would not be very respectful to me to make me watch something fucking boring as shit like that. Okay, okay. Well, hold on. I'm gonna find the rest of it. Um I mean, but so does it depend is like you're, you're like editing a like nude scene in a thing, and then like someone comes in with coffee. Are you supposed to like turn it off until they've left the room i on it i tim i would i would answer that if i had watched the video but like i said i have not okay all right all right all right i'm just trying to i'm just trying to get my grasp. i'm trying to get a grasp on this thing tim i cannot be hold on i have to figure out how to get back into it i fucked this up i fucked it up tim i can't find it because i answered the question and now it's all well, I can talk about the wedding. Talk about the wedding. So my brother got married. My brother, friend of the show, Jack McLaughlin, got married this weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, I in here in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. And it was uh, the wedding was at 1030 in the morning, yeah. which was insane. Um, I was uh, 
we all partied at Jack's house. Now, here's the thing. Mikey, you know I haven't had heartburn in a while. I've been taking my heartburn stuff every day. Okay. Right? Well, I yep. assume you still had it anyway and that you just had it less. No, I have not had heartburn in months. So I go out. I go to Jack. Jack's got a little Airbnb down uh, down past downtown in Fountain Square. And I go down there to have a nice little time with the boys, you know, Friday before the wedding. Mm -hmm. I'm partying it up. I get home around 1.30 because I told my dad said, there's no way you'll get home around 1.30. I said, bitch, I'll do it. Fuck you. And I did. So I got home at about 1.30 on Saturday morning. Now, I haven't had a heartburn in a while. I was drinking the same things I normally drink, except for at my brother's um, at my brother's uh, rehearsal dinner. I was drinking craft beer because we were at like a brewery and that's all they had, right? So that was the only change. But otherwise, I was drinking truly lemonades, which I have been drinking forever, and I have not had any heartburn when I'm taking my heartburn medicine. That night, I had the worst heartburn of my life. I like, I was half asleep. I threw up like bile into my mouth. It burnt my throat to shit. I was oh. up till five. I was up till five thirty in the morning, and then I had to wake up at like eight fifteen for Jack's wedding. I was, I was, I was dead tired at Jack's wedding. But I, I stood up there. I handed I handed the man's ring to Laurie, his wife, friend of the show, and I handed the female ring to Jack. Oh, and they got it. Yeah, and they exchanged rings, and I handed them both the rings. They exchanged the rings. My job was done. The wedding lasted. I'm not kidding. Four minutes. What was it? Did they even do vows? They did. They did. Uh, no, they did not do vows with each other. They had their boy, Jason, who uh, is Jack's friend from up north. He uh, he was the officiant and he was like telling me the night before. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do about, you know, talk for like 10 minutes, you know, then I'll do you guys can kiss each other or whatever. And then the, the, the I do's or whatever. And then it's over. And I was like, OK, how much? How much shit you got written down? He goes, oh, about almost a page. And I go, okay, well, you'll be up there for about three minutes, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, no. I'll stretch it out to about 10 minutes. And I go, okay. All right. I was like, I've been speaking in public for 11 years. I think you're going to be up there for about three minutes. And he does the whole thing. It was three to four minutes long. <laughs> Yeah. And after the wedding, he goes, man, you were right. That really did go fast. I was like, yeah, man. But everyone was really happy that the you wedding. said it out loud once? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he ever practiced it or anything. But sometimes when you practice it, though, at home, you add a lot more stuff because you're not incredibly nervous in front of a bunch of people and rush through it. Uh, so that was over really quick. Everyone kind of really liked that it was fast. Like everyone, yeah. everyone was like, that was killer. It was done. And then the reception started at 11, ended at three. Good party time at the reception. Had a nice time, went around, chatted with everyone, gave my best man speech, just ragged on my brother for, for a little bit. In my best man speech, got some laughs, got out of there, you know? Yeah. Crushed it. Best set of your life. Crushed it. People, yeah. I was in the bathroom before my best man speech and, uh, one of the guys in the bathroom was like, uh, I'm excited for your speech, man. And this dude goes, Hey, I've I gave a speech last weekend. Here's what you need to do. He's like, Oh, he's giving you advice. Yeah. He's like speaking in public's like kind of tough. So just enunciate and make sure you take your time. And I was like, 
Oh, that's really good advice, man. Thanks. And as I was leaving, the dude goes, he's a stand-up comedian. He talks out loud every day. And the guy goes, oh, fuck. That's funny. And I mean, you're like, I think I know how to call my brother ugly for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I think I know how to call my brother a fucking Albanian for a little while while I'm on stage. Right. But uh, it was fun. We had a good time. It was a really good time. Um, you know? Oh, and then, so then I take, I have to take a nap after the wedding. I get a nap in, right? My parents have some people over. Some of their friends from out of town come over. I'm chopping it up with them, having some shrimp cocktail. And I go out, meet my friend Andrew for dinner. And he's there with his boy, Cuppy, who's been, who had been to the wedding and continued drinking all day. And Cuppy is uh, absolutely shit-faced, right? Sure. And Andrew's friend is, Andrew's friend is a. I get a name called Cuppy. It's like, his, it's like his, I haven't talked about his nickname. It's just his nickname. I don't know. Oh, okay. You don't know how he got it. It wasn't like two girls, one cuppy. No, I have no idea. I have no idea if he was like the one cuppy in the middle of the two girls shit on one night. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. But he was hammered and he was just being, he was like being competitive for no reason about everything. Like at one point he goes, Andrew. hats more than him. What? Tell him you wore hats more than him. And he Micah, got to- that was you being competitive about that because I said I wear hats more and you were like, there's no way that you could even know that. That no, was you. No. You were doing cuppy shit. No, because you you were using that to justify why you got to have the green hat. It was insane. I was defending my right to wear a green hat. Not I never said you couldn't get a green hat. You were the one who said you couldn't get it. And also you were the one, you're like, I wear hats more. That makes you the competitive one. No, I do. No, I was stating it wasn't competitive. I was stating a fact that I wear a hat more than you. I'm wearing a hat right now. That's a competitive thing to say, though. Okay. Well, anyways, Cuppy was saying shit like, I have more hair on my legs and my arms than your brother does, Andrew. And Andrew's brother wasn't even there. He was just trying to win at something. And so, wait, what? Right. That these are the kind of things he was being competitive about. So Andrew's friend then Andrew's friend works at a school and he was telling us about this new girl who was who was like a new freshman at his school who's like a a young Down syndrome girl with uh who's Hawaiian and he's like, She's so cute, she's so funny. He's like all of a sudden, like she's like, he's like, during the day, she's so upbeat and fun, she'll just start dancing out of nowhere and she'll just start having fun dancing. And I was like, Is she a good dancer? He's like, She's a pretty good dancer. I was like, That's crazy. Cause I heard like Cuppy is a terrible dancer and that she could probably beat him in a dance contest. And Cuppy, so loud in the restaurant, just goes, No fucking down syndrome person is ever going to fucking beat me in a fucking dance contest. He goes, are you even, are you even serious right now thinking that I would lose? (laughs) And he just started yelling it in the middle of the restaurant. Everyone's like, dude, you got to stop. You got to stop screaming this in the middle of the restaurant about how he he goes, I will beat the shit out of her down syndrome ass in a fucking dance contest. (laughs) Oh God! I was like that sentence started really off. Yeah, it was insane. He just was screaming it in the restaurant. I couldn't stop laughing. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. You well, you should have made him prove it. I know. Well, we were. I was trying to get her on the phone, but it was past her bedtime. Yeah. But yeah, it was very, it was very, very, very funny. 
Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Right after Cuppy, we should get him on as a guest. I know we should get him on. He's in the military. Oh yeah. Oh, so he's got PTSD and he's all insane. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. I say. Yeah. What? A- what? He's got to stay alive. Yeah. What? Was- I didn't hear you. I'm going to be honest. I didn't. It cut out. Alive. You know, for the troops. Here's to the yes. troops. They're. They're both the hero and the victim. And here's a lot of kisses for the troops from me. Tim, I can't believe you're gonna kiss the troops like you kiss me. Yeah, I give the troops. I, well, I'm I'm proud of them for protecting yeah. our freedom. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Um, so how has so that was the wedding basically, and then uh, my brother partied at his house. I did not make it down there because I was way too tired from having heartburn and being. What and most people would consider a giant bitch, so I didn't make it down. Tim, you were drinking with your friend. Yeah, but I I, I only hung out there till like ten thirty or like eleven or something, and then went back home to bed. They went out till like three or four in the morning. No, oh, your brother did. Yeah. Damn, was Lori even there partying? Uh, Lori, and yes. I said it right. You heard me wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad my bad uh yeah she was partying and stuff but she was having a good time she was having a really good time at the wedding i think everyone her kids were very funny yeah because she has two uh my brother is now a stepfather mm-hmm. and the uh her son never remembered my name and he just kept going hey there he is it's jack's brother he goes, what's up, Jack's brother? I go, not much, man. How are you? He goes, doing pretty good. Hey, can I give a speech? And I was like, sure. <laughs> I don't care. And he's like, all right, man. All right. And then we just, me and him talked about Mr. Beast for a while. Wait, did he give a speech or not? No, he didn't end up giving a speech. I I hid the microphone from him. He was being a little bit of a troublemaker. You should have let him d- done it. I think it, like, I think it would have just, I think it would have just been it too much. Like, Milk, milk, lemonade. <laughs> Round the corner, love is made. That's right. That's a nice wedding. It's, that Tim, that honestly would have been a better speech than what you gave. My everybody liked my speech. Everybody wanted me to keep talking. I was running out of stuff. Yeah, you were like, I guess they're running out of ways to call my brother ugly. It was funny calling him ugly. Yeah. He is kind of ugly. Tim on his wedding day. Yeah, he did. He looked ugly on his wedding day. I mean, he looked better than me, but. No, no one looks better than my handsome boyfriend. God damn. Took you like four seconds to fucking catch that line. Damn. Yeah, you couldn't even catch that line. Shut up, Micah. You're trying to fish for compliments. That's what I was just saying that I was doing. Yes. Well, it's hard to understand. No, no, it isn't. Yeah. You are just a dumb bitch. What, uh, how's so? How has Austin been for the first weekend? Have you seen anything crazy? Has anything exciting happened? Oh my God. Yeah. There was like this homeless guy who, like, literally had shit on every part of his body. <laughs> <laughs> like human shit? Like, I, I assume it was his. Let's assume it was his. Well, you got to assume it was his, because if you don't, you're, first of all, a very fucked up individual if you don't assume it's his immediately. And secondly, that he's that's a bad life if it's not. It, well, I got it. Did he smell? I, Could you smell him? So 
he it was it was completely odorless shit. <laughs> Tim, the smell was terrible. And oh. it it was fucking wild because I, I only looked at him because I thought he was dead. He was like every single part of his body was pressed against the ground and you couldn't see him moving. And um he had so much he had so much shit on him that I just assumed he was dirty or maybe like a different race than he was oh <laughs> you think he was doing shit face i was doing shit face because wow. i was like, that fucking covered but then i noticed the like the shit the shit face was cracked and underneath it was like pale white skin i'm like oh no and like it was i was like there's that much fucking shit all over him because it kind of tapered off as it got to his shoulders it like must have sprayed up his back you think it's because he couldn't reach <laughs> like he tried was trying to you know it is hot there maybe he was like you know like how like elephants put mud on their back to protect them uh-huh so, you think yeah. he ate a bunch of sunscreen and then shit it out oh that's actually i didn't think that tim that's <laughs> that's something uh albanian homeless person wouldn't even consider doing <laughs> so how is the homeless situation down in austin i've i've heard reports that it's not great well, as my Uber driver on my way from the airport to the hotel told me, it's very bad and ruining the city. Uh, he made sure to let me know, apparently everyone in Austin voted against homelessness, and yet homelessness persists. Now, let me tell you, if everyone votes against it, how could there still be homelessness? I don't know. I voted against murder one year, and then a bunch of people still got murdered. You know what? The, it's like the government doesn't even work. <laughs> a bunch of people here's the thing i would vote against homelessness i don't want to be fucking homeless give me no. a damn house yeah and you want to know rents did skyrocket in austin i was talking to a comic at the creek in the cave friend of the show and um she was saying how like she had this apartment uh it was like a two-bedroom apartment it was like 1250 right wow left she moved in with her boyfriend now she does real estate She's like the exact same apartment now goes for thirty three hundred. Jesus! So the, we we got we the opposite happened to us. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, ours isn't that cheap, but like ours isn't that cheap, but it plummeted comparatively. Right. 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 But isn't that wild? Like apart. So it's like I mean, but I mean, from what I understand, the homeless problem in Austin is like the from, well, according to my Uber driver. Uh huh. And this guy was this guy was also the mayor. Shout out to Vaughn. Yeah, he was. He, yeah, that's how bad the economy is in Austin. <laughs> Uber. Um, he said, like, it's like they showed up overnight. You know, like, they all decided to move together to Austin. Yeah. I guess Joe Rogan. A bunch of JRE fans just followed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, let us into the compound. And Joe Rogan's like, get out of here. Uh, I guess. I mean, why wouldn't Joe Rogan? Yeah, you know how much he loves the homeless, you know? Yeah. Have you seen your friend Tim Dillon down there? Um, I I haven't yet. Damn, you got to get on his show to plug our show. Oh, okay. Well, Thank Tim, you. if you're listening, Mark, maybe he listens. Tim, if Tim you're Dillon. listening to the, come have us on. It'll be a nice time. You know, we can talk about whatever you want. You know, homelessness, shit caked people, Kristen Weston Chandler. Mm-hmm. No, Tim, is that your autism? <laughs> Yeah, Why that was the name? autistic guy I opened the show with. Why is a man named Kristen? I mean, like, it's like he was doomed to fail. Well, his name originally was Christopher, 
And when he told it to one of the bears at the at the mall, he said Christian. So he and his father had his name legally changed to Christian Weston Chandler after an animatronic bear got his name wrong. And, and since he has become transgender and is now Christine Weston Chandler. He's transgender now? Yeah. So calling him him? You've been dead naming? That's fine, though. It's fine with this guy. Wait a second. It's the only guy that it's fine to do it with. Because he fucked his mom? Well, yeah, that's a good that's a good start. But also because people don't really believe that he's uh, trans, it was get they believe the idea was given to him by another guy. He also claims to be the reincarnation of the character he created, Sonichu, living here on Earth. Oh no! Oh, that, <laughs> that already like it was weird because you're like he told the bears as though I know what that means. Like he's just talking to animal. Well, well, it was like the animatronic, you know how the, they had the, like, like at Chuck E. Cheese, they had that band. Yeah. It was like one of those style things at the mall. No, wait, that's Disney maybe. Yeah. So, but you said it as though like everyone would know what you're talking about. Nobody knows what you're talking about. I know. I know. No one knows. I know I'm in, I'm in a, like a, a, a 0.5% of people situation, but it's big news in our community. Tim, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very tired. Okay, well, we're at 43 minutes. So, well, this is perfect because now we can do our sign offs. Is that it? Is that all we need to talk about? I mean, I, mean, I, I don't really have I don't really have much more to talk about. I talked about how the wedding was good, how everything was fun. I worked today and now I am tired also. And you did work, but we're not gonna, but you're only one day in, so we don't even know how work's gonna pan out for you. I mean, I technically started on Friday, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's a, it's a whole thing, but yeah, I'm tired and I, but I, Tim, I love you and I miss you. Well, I love you and I miss you too, but we can talk about that off the podcast. Well, I forgot we were on a podcast. Aww. Oh, you're such a little. <laughs> All right. So you do your sign off and then whatever you say, I'll do, I'll one up yours, I guess. Well, okay. Um, Okay, coming live from Austin, Texas. It's your number one podcaster who loves you the most. It's Micah Fox. And then signing off, coming to you even more live from Indianapolis, uh, your best friend who also loves you, but a lot more than Micah. It's me, Tim McLaughlin. Damn it, Tim. Oh, oh, we didn't get any. That was the one thing. We didn't get any new um, reviews on the show. So signed off. I know we already signed off, but I'll just add this on. Rate. You just want to tell them we don't have new reviews? Rate. Well, because I want them to rate and review so we can do our review, reading review segment next week. So if you're if you haven't done a review for the show, please do a review so we can read them. Yeah, and do it. Make it a good one, and give us five stars, and say something like, um, "I like Tim, but I think Micah's funnier," or whatever. You know, you you write it up yourself, or say something like, "I think Tim doesn't even sound that fat, and that Micah is fucking a dumb bitch and is stupid." Yeah, or five say stars. Or, you, or say something like, "It's fucking wild how Micah got someone like Tim when she could actually get someone way better." And so it's like it's kind of good that she settled those. So that way we have this podcast also, or something like that. Okay, or just be like. Uh, my name is actually Christian Weston Chandler, and I love this podcast. Tim is cool, and my mom is hot. Goodbye. 
or saying, I'm a bear from the Reddit Hut Jamboree and I want this autistic man to stop fucking me in the mouth. <laughs> or whatever, whatever. Five stars, five stars. But as long as you give it five stars and you're not a little bitch and we haven't found out if that guy who gives it one star still listens. If he does, he's a bitch and he's not allowed to. So uh, signing off, I'm your best friend, Tim McLaughlin. Have a great night.